you know is taken away from you when you are unknown, when you are alone, when you are gone. Just remember, you will be missed. Hello, and welcome to You Will Be Missed, a fifth fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast exploring the Valley of Barovia and the surrounding mists. I am Fluffy, the DM, uh, she, her pronouns, and joining me today is Clarence. I'm Clarence. I play the system known as Sangam. The current fronters are Adelie and Ulharak. Adelie's pronouns are they, she, mirror. Ulharak's pronouns are she, they. My pronouns are they, them. <laughs> Pete? Hi. I be Pete. I be playing uh, Malelius von Tempestus, the completely human uh, paladin slash sorcerer. And uh, we both go by he, him. Days. I am Days. I will be playing Ianwe Kristovich, the Barovian-born bloodhunter. Um, our pronouns are he, him, and I also am totally a human. It's true. Tony? Hello. I'm Tony. I'm playing Ander, the Azamar Artificer. Uh, both he and I have he, him pronouns. Or go by he, him pronouns. <laughs> and Cello. Man, everybody is on top of their intros today. Um, I am Cello. I am playing Raxo, the half-orc druid. And uh, both of our pronouns are they, them. All right. Well, having a successful venture into the Abbey of St. Markovia, the holy symbol of Ravenkind was recovered. The group met a new potential ally in the form of a Vistani woman, Esmeralda Davenir, was determined through through uh, talking with her that she had broken Irina out of Castle Ravenloft out of pure happenstance as she was there doing some reconnaissance on the castle in an attempt to find weaknesses to fight Stroud with. During her escape, she became gravely injured and fled to the Abbey to recover, but not after dropping Irina off at the abandoned manor, kind of south of Malaki. butting heads with the abbot a little bit more, at least in terms of ideology. Mal and mostly Adelie roused outside before the group reunited. Yanwei going in and asking one more favor from the abbot. The group returning to Kresk to find somewhere to rest for the night. The Kristovich family allowing the use of their immediate field area to set up camp as there is not enough room in their cabin for the whole party. So everybody you bed down for the night 
exhausted. Sangam especially, as their body is drained of almost all of its vigor. It is the sleep of the dead. Just instant and dreamless. Mal, you, however, do have another dream. I like dreams. As you sleep, you find yourself in a field. Seems dried out and blasted from heat. The plants completely brown and scorched. The field is flat as far as the eye can see. No horizon in sight. You stand there in this field, looking up to the sky for guidance. When a large avian shape descends from up above, landing next to you, a gigantic raven looking you in the eyes. You react. How gigantic are we talking? Like six feet, ten feet, twenty feet? Like small plane large. Fucking gigantic. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it lowers its head down towards you to get eye level with you. It tilts its head to the side. I'll tilt my head like alongside with it. Hello. It looks at you. You hear a voice. Child of the Tempest, why have you forsaken your way? Your vision is clouded. Your will is faded. Please do not describe a champion. You are a champion. And what way have I forsaken? I'm merely following the path that is set out for me. The, the raven looks at you. Your helm, you feel, has betrayed you. It watches over you the best that it can through the thicket of shadows surrounding this land. You feel abandoned, forsaken. You feel your ambitions stronger, more just than those in need. What do you 
wish to achieve, child of Tempest? What is your desire? To be gone from this God's forsaken place and to feel the light once more. You will feel the light when you find it within. You have been chosen. Chosen by the gods. And it, the giant raven kind of nestles at the holy symbol. To access its power, you must rekindle your own light. That is how you will earn your freedom. And how do we rekindle the light when there's barely even a spark left? It's been abandoned for so long. You have allies and companions that have not lost their light. You have met others who have not lost theirs. Learn from them. Learn what keeps them going. You are not so far gone, child of the Tempest. He'll just sort of nod. That's, that's, that's all he has to say, really. The raven's large beak kind of rubs along your shoulder like a cat, kind of claiming a piece of furniture or a person. The symbol you carry connects you to a great many things. They will be watching you, and I will do the best that I can to relay their message to you. And who are you? I do not matter. I am simply known as the Raven. not again it looks at you nods and with a large thump of air it takes off into the sky and before you wake up you notice in this field of scorched plant life and dried grass that the smallest little patch of green starts growing around you and that's when you'll wake up is anybody else awake yet 
that's up to everyone else who's a heavy sleeper, who's a light sleeper. I imagine Sangam would be the last one awake. Okay. Just just because of, you know, yeah. almost dying. I think Ander would have been up early tinkering on some things, trying to uh, okay. mess with his uh, new clockwork homunculus that he hasn't quite finished. Sure, sure, sure. Makes sense. I can't remember if Praxo is a light sleeper or not. I think I've I think I've already decided that, but I don't remember the decision, so... Uh, Ionwe, go ahead and mark that you are at a minus three to attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks from coming back from the dead. Noted. I imagine all of you but Ionwe is probably out in the out at the campsite. So... Mal, you see Ander working on some sort of mechanism. Also, Mal, you notice that there's a abnormally large black feather next to your bedroll. Oh, he's going to tuck that away into the folds of the chain shirt, like in between the straps. Sure. It'll probably stick out. It's a feather about the size of your forearm. Oh, that's fine. He's going to make it as cross-body as he can, but it'll inevitably stick out some of the side. Yeah, there's a few, like, strands of, of feather sticking out of the side, but you're able to keep it hidden for the most part. As the rest of you wake, is there anything that you'd like to take care of? Um, when Sangam wakes up, everything just immediately shifts to just, just Adelie. Ularak is no longer co-fronting. Okay. Good to know. Just the clothes or, um, full appearance? Um... While we're in private, full appearance, but sure. anytime we're around other people, probably just reassume. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. You all, eventually you're woken up by the sound of roosters crowing. Many of the villagers in Kresk are already awake and tending to their livestock. You see a few chicken wandering past your uh, tents. All of you are awake and Eon, I imagine you join your your companions. Yes. All right. And so the group is together and the many threads of future actions kind of lingering in front of you. 
There is the manor. There is Mount Baratok. There's the Amber Temple. And from if what Esmeralda says is true, there is unrest growing in Velaki. I guess, um, can I pull out the map? I'll lay it out and kind of just point to where the things are collectively. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Let me bring that up for you. Because the... Okay, so... Falaki is a good bit of travel away as well as the temple, as far as we're aware. So if we wanted to be strategic, Lake Baratok, or Mount Baratok, I guess, yeah. and Velaki are similar direction. Mm -hmm. And... Um, sorry, it's a out-of-character question. Sure. Did um, I can't remember if Adelie or I don't remember if it was Adelie actually, but was it Adelie that reached out or tried to reach out to um, Irina? Um, Irina and didn't get anything back. Was that uh, shared knowledge or was that just? Uh... It was Teacup that tried. Okay. Yes, and Teacup would have shared it. Okay. Um. Well, that being said, uh. Well, we know where Irina is, and there was concern about uh, meeting up with her, so that's definitely an option if uh, we want to go that route. So that is going to the manor, the manor in between here and Velaki. That is Velaki. Um, and within... Within or near Velaki, there is uh, the journey that we would have to take to the Amber Temple. I suppose it is a matter of what we want to do first. I do believe we need to investigate that manor sooner rather than later. The one with the Irina? The circle he went on the map. Yeah, that, that's the one that... Mm -hmm. Yeah, We're, yeah. I think it, it makes sense to me. Irina is involved in this just as much as we are, and uh, at least checking in to make sure she's safe. And this manner might be potential allies, if I'm not uh, mis or, yeah, misremembering the conversation you had yeah. with the, the knight. Yeah. So. Friendly right, face and pass potential allies. Checks. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Uh... Um, and then I'm just going to, since I'm pointing some things out on the map, the area I just recently circled by Lake Baratok, there's a small little uh, peninsula sticking out into it, and there's a tower. That's where Esmeralda said she's, her wagon is parked. Okay. Oh, so we, we we can stop at that 7-Eleven before we head on down to the manor then. Mm-hmm. 
We can go see Esmeralda. We can then head to the manor. Then we can head back to Velaki and decide if we go from there to the Ember Temple or solve the problems in Velaki and try to speak to this woman there that, well, we have to speak with. Uh, Lady Vakhtar? Yes. Yeah, you would you would know of, of Fiona Vakhtar. Purposely avoiding saying her name. Mm -hmm. So it seems we have some general plan to the tower, then to to the tower, to the manor, then to Vallaki, and then from there we decide what, then? And what's the timeline on our Abbot's dress requirement? It was one given? Raxo. It was not given, but it was implied of a try to be timely. Yeah, I think I asked that and there was no specific time. It was just a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but there is also the caveat that if he sees Sangam or Mal and you guys don't have the dress, they're going to be killed. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. My official angsty stance on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, On the... So we know, we heard that the wine is flowing again, correct? Yes. Um, and that the winery is currently in the process of being rebuilt. Okay. Um, was there any pending item that we had from there? I remember the Tony's going to his notes. Andrew would probably remember better. I think Baba La Saga was the name or something like that. Village. Yeah. Powerful yep, Sorceress. Yep. Is that something that we're still interested in pursuing? Because I believe similar growth gems that the winery had were she took one of them. Is that something that we want to still follow up on? That and I'll point it out on the map. Um, the last known rumored location um where someone like that might haunt uh in mm -hmm. the center of in the center of the valley uh here there is a swamp um it is your best bet at finding her i'm not quite sure i'm wanting to just uh, it was a list of all the things that we've uh, acquired at least mm -hmm. i will say our, that... our to-do list is quite long it is swampland there, so if we have, like, a cart or a wagon or something, it will be hard to get it through there. That's good information. At least in any sort of speed. While you haven't been to, to that area, Eon, you do know, at least from your reading of history, that there was once a village there. That this swamp is contains the uh, swallowed up ruins of the village of Berez. Gladly recite that for the group. Was it just like sunken in or just overgrown? It got flooded. Okay. 
The details are a little fuzzy. That is uh, also at some stage we will have to acknowledge that we will have to go have... And I'll look around to make sure that my parents aren't listening. <laughs> um, we will have to consider when it is we will have dinner with uh, the Lord of the Land. I and if, have an if anyone has any food allergies, please let me know ahead of time. <laughs> I never had a reason to go there before, but if supposedly there is a chance that there are these materials that uh, were needed, that my father was looking for, if there is a chance that they are there, then perhaps I can get them and complete whatever it is that he was trying to do. Yeah, and speaking of, with the finding what we were looking for, it does add some legitimacy to uh, Madame Ava's readings. So I think um, finding more of these these items from the Taraka readings makes makes sense. Mm. Well then, pack your things and let's get ready. We can head to and the tower that is there. As you begin to wrap up your conversation, you see a pamphlet being kind of floating in underneath the tenth flap. check it out so you Ian you kind of recoil when you first look because at first glance it seems like a um, festival announcement and you're just kind of getting gross feelings from your time Flashback. in Blocky but uh, on the front it says Coming soon to the Valley of Barovia, the Carnival of Shadows, now touring the village of Barovia, Valaki, Kresk. See you soon. And there's a, a artistic depiction of a jester's head. It has this very, like, wide, almost rictus-like grin. I'll exit the tent and see if I can catch whoever might have slipped it under. As you go outside, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. You do see some neighbors holding um, a parchment in their hand, looking rather confused. do the, the the casual neighbor neighborly thing and like hold mine up and like like let them confirm like oh you got this like wordlessly confirm like oh you got this too okay yeah 
These were just showing up either on their doorsteps or hammered to doors or hammered to trees. Return to the tent and pass it around the group. Have any of you heard of this? I would say you all would be familiar with the concept of carnivals. Of carnivals, yes. Of this, no. This is new. Does it say who the acts are? Or is it just like a generic, like, this is the carnival? It's mostly just kind of a, an announcement of the carnival's Ooh. arrival. And it just kind of has coming soon. As you're reading it, you know, it says, you know, touring village of Barovia, village of Loki, village of Kresk. And then at, in the act of like, as you're actively looking at it, ink starts appearing and saying Castle Ravenloft underneath. Oh, wonderful. After Castle Ravenloft, village of Imol shows up. Where is Imol? You haven't heard that name. I'll just look around the group to see if they have. None of you have heard that name. That's uh, nothing I'm familiar with. Well, if they are visiting the castle, I don't think they will fare well. So they've never, <clears throat> excuse me, they've never visited here before. I've never seen this in my life. Carnivals typically travel from place to place. So, Ian, you've never, you've heard of the concept of carnivals from your studies, but like, there's never been one in yeah. Barovia. The closest is Velaki's constant festivals, but like. Yeah, I, uh, I was about to explain that, that uh, we have, as you saw, festivals in Velaki, but carnivals, it's not a thing. First of all, there aren't enough people and to with enough talents to do such a thing. It's well, obviously we can't just leave at our you know as we wish. So maybe the Astani uh, are doing more than we thought because I mean they can travel as they wish, right? So. Who else can do that here? That was going to be my guess. But and I have never heard of the Vistani doing such a thing, so this has me nervous. 
you're assuming that it's even Vistani. It could just be someone like us. Some poor, unfortunate piece of shit who got trapped. Yeah, that's very true. And then if they are here already, then unfortunately their uh, goal of leaving is an optimistic one. But potential allies, maybe. I'll point to the to the front of the of the pamphlet where it has the oddly smiling jester. Not exactly the kind of friend I want to make. I think that could be said about any one of us on any given day, the other way. I mean, you especially, Onway. Not exactly who I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I'm I wouldn't. Flattered. I wouldn't turn away an ally, regardless of the situation, if it helps us. Uh, how we need. It's worth looking into, at the very least. Get killed by them, and then try to call them ally. I'm gonna get up and start packing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah well that that's that's a valid concern but i mean we're still on this together mm -hmm. makes sense you are able to get your things together Leaving should be relatively easy. You see a few large barrel kegs being wheeled into the village. As you kind of start getting your things together. Assuming, assuming that it's... I'm wholeheartedly assuming that that's wine, but do the barrels look familiar? Do they look like the normal wine? Do they look delivered by, um, uh, by the Martikovs? That was not delivered by the Martikovs, no. And these barrels are slightly different from what you recognize. Am I able to catch who delivered them? Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check. I'm good at that. Also with a minus three, so that's a that's a minus one. Yeah, you're you don't know. I'm sorry. Or how actually, does, what's it? A negative two. How does Eon Wade look? Does he look worse for wear? He looks pale more so than usual yeah I mean his, his skin kept most of its pigmentation you know there was maybe like a very very faint paling of his skin when he first gained his condition but he seems paler than than you remember I mean, yesterday, considering or considered, how are you feeling mm -hmm. after your chat with the abbot? Tired. Very tired. 
Yeah, understandable. Weaker than I otherwise might be, but there is nothing I can do for that now. I can only hope that it passes. You do feel a little better this morning than you did when going to bed last night. Well, until it passes, we'll keep you safe. Hmm. Um, so unable to see who, who delivered them, how different do the, do the barrels look? Like, is it the same, like, is it, does it go by the same name? There's really not a name slapped on them. And each, there's, uh, there's four barrels and each barrel has a different look to it. Well, it was brought in, so it had to have been okayed by, mm-hmm. by, by, by the burgomaster. So, yeah, I'll leave it be. Um, I will just let my mother know that I'm leaving. I will admit that I don't know when I'll be back. Uh, if I will be back, um, if I will be allowed in again. Don't get yourself killed, son. And believe me, you'll be let back in. Right. No comment on the first point, and... um, Dimitri's been singing your praises all morning. What for? He said that you brought a miracle to him. Well, I only spoke to the abbot is all. So if that counts as bringing a miracle, so be it. Well, whatever you did. Next time I see you, it'll determine if I give you a hug or punch you or both. You'll punch me anyway. Like flinch because like the the snap uh, just reflex. She knees you in the shin. Not always. This isn't fair. Life's not fair, son. Don't I know it? Um, and I will, uh, I will hug her and uh, go find my father to hug him, mm. and then get ready to leave. Sounds good. The Kristoviches say their goodbyes, and you head towards the front gates of Kresk. And off in the distance, you notice a small figure child, maybe about 10 or so, kind of with that, with a similar weak, pale, weak, uh, stature that you have right now, but they seem to be following the burgomaster and his wife. You vaguely remember you haven't really, you haven't really met Ilya, because he was extremely young when you left, but is there a, is there a family resemblance? Very much so. Then I'll just give a nod.
All right. You all reach the gates and the guards look and acknowledge and let you through, saying that they've been given express directions to let you back in if it seem if you see fit. Heading out into the wilderness once again, the the valley feels very cold as a brisk wind blows, rattling the trees back and forth. It feels like the, the mist is extra thick today as the clouds keep a lot of the filtered sunlight from making its way down to the forest floor. You can see snow starting to fall up on the abbey. And you take to the road. Taking the long walk to the Raven River crossroads. Takes with your current state. It takes, I'd say, about an takes about an hour to get to the crossroads. The roads are relatively unimpeded. You see signs of wagons have head- that have headed to Kresk and away from that thick indentation of wheel onto soft pliable dirt. You see this tower leaning in the distance off of the tree line. There's a crystal blue water off of Lake Baratok reflecting the image of the tower. need to get some tokens. There's not even the, the feeling that you're being watched as the wolves seem uninterested in your approach today. There's this strange feeling kind of in the back of your your throat as you look around. Eventually coming to a cold mountain lake surrounded by a misty, foggy uh, forest and rocky bluffs. Thick fog roiling across the dark, still waters at the trail end of a grass-covered causeway that stretches several hundred yards there's a marshy island with a stone tower built atop it. The tower is old and decrepit with collapsing scaffolds clinging to one side. 
There's a large gash split up and down the wall. There are some griffin statues adorning the tower. Their wings covered with moss. Part of their beaks broken off, landed at the below, buried underneath the brush. There is scaffolding holding up one side of the tower. Parked near the base of it, within sight of the entrance, is a purple barrel-topped wagon splattered with mud. As you get closer, there you see the wagon has a relatively fresh coat of purple paint. The wheels are fancy and gold-trimmed. There's a brass lantern hanging from each corner, and red drapes cover a tombstone-shaped window on each side. A heavy steel padlock secures the back door. Hanging from is a wooden sign reading, Keep Out. This, I assume, must be hers? Could be. The tower, um, I've obviously seen it before, but I've never visited. There's never been a reason to. Mm-hmm. How old does it look now that I'm up close? It looks old. Extremely, extremely old. Like, if I were to personify it, it would be the type of person that you look at and you're like, how is your body still functioning? Just fall already. Yeah, they're, like, your blood has to be just dust at this point. Well, I will, uh, I'll go knock on the wagon door proper. No response initially. I suppose she went somewhere. You, Ander, you hear in your head. Are you outside right now? You can respond to this. Yes. We are outside. You hear Eon from the other side of the door. Just a minute. And you hear some rummaging. And... From your side, you hear the sound of wire being snipped. And, uh, you hear a sound underneath the wagon as crawling out from underneath. You see, uh, still in kind of rough shape, Esmeralda. Her hair is in quite a state of disarray very like frizzy and and unkempt and she's wearing kind of a simple robe 
And that's about it. She's kind of like holding it in a very failed attempt at modesty. And here I was expecting the crossbow. It's fine. Your friend vouched for you. I'm almost disappointed. I appreciate you not trying to unlock the door. It would have been a shame to blow us all up. <laughs> I'll just raise an eyebrow. And she you know, gets to her feet and pulls a key out of a pocket in the robe and unlocks the padlock. I had a rig to explode if someone tried to break in. And if they try to break in while you are in it, you're just okay with that loss? If they're trying to break in while I'm in it, then they wouldn't be breaking in. Because they would be dead. Noted. Only reason you didn't get the crossbows, I was actually expecting company for once. Come, come on in. Come on in, everyone. I'll wave everyone in. And, you know, in, in the pit of your stomach, Ian, you're like, oh god, this is going to be cramped. Use the small spaces. Yeah. Except when you head in, the wagon itself, the inside seems significantly larger than the wagon itself would indicate. It's almost like kind of a, a very large cabin that you'd see in Kresk in terms of size. There's furniture, there's bed. It's actually incredibly spacious in here, almost way more than you think it should be. There's a small kind of like couch made out of pillows. Go ahead, grab a seat. Um, does anyone want coffee? I'll raise my hand. If you're offering. Well, of course I am. I am barely fucking awake right now. She goes and kind of pulls a, a pot off of a wood-burning stovetop that's inside of the wagon. It's only of the only way I can ever get coffee. I'm shocked and saddened that we haven't found a way to make it here or grow it here. It's too dark and too wet. And she pours everyone who wants one a cup. There's a small carton of like a porcelain container of cream and one of sugar. She just drinks her, holds it in her hand and takes a drink from her mug. Ander, you can definitely tell with your experience in hunting down magic and magical items that the interior of this wagon is some sort of magical space in itself. Most likely having some level of extra dimensional uh, enclosures yeah, to it. Kind of like the 
Blackstaff Tower and Waterdeep, how you go in, and then all of a sudden it's massive. It's already a big building, but yeah. Yep. She just kind of leans against uh, a wall, and there's this, like, really lovely uh, purple velvet uh, drape that she's leaning next to. All right, well, drink up. I have, I have more. Been a relatively quiet morning. Almost, and she kind of like rolls her shoulder, almost back to uh, back to full health. So, small talk. Uh, how are you all doing? Any changes since we talked yesterday? No, not really. We have decided that we are going to go check on Irina. And then uh, perhaps go to Velaki and solve a few things there. Probably not a bad idea. Um, if you have a way of sneaking in, that would probably be better. Maybe coming in from the lake side onto the, the beach. There's still some guard presence at the gates, but it's very much diminished as uh, the militia is more focused on other things from what I've seen. It occurs to me that that might be easier for me now than I would have ever thought before. But I also was actually considering just walking up to the gate, so that is good advice. I, I I was told you were banished. I don't know if that still holds. I don't know if I would personally press my luck with going up to the gates. Good to know. We should instead press our luck by sneaking in and hope that we are not caught. You'd have better luck sneaking in because no one would be directly looking for people coming in. Whereas the folks on the inside are more preoccupied with um, fighting off the mercenaries hired by uh, Lady Vokter. Also, she pulls out a pamphlet. Same one you've got. Did you get one of these this morning? I did. I was actually going to ask if you'd heard of them. I have heard very little about them. Erasmus has told me a little bit of it from our time together. It's... I've never been, but... I... This is news to me, as I thought it was its own uh, domain. You know how like Barovia is uh, insular, and you are not allowed in. You're not allowed out. Well, the carnival is also like that, but apparently it can move, which is news to me. So I don't know what that is going to mean when it comes here. Yeah, that's uh, 
it's a bit above my uh, studies of the arcane. It is entirely beyond what I've experienced in the mists as well. I have traveled to other domains similar to Barovia, but they all followed the same rules. This carnival, from what Erasmus has told me, doesn't follow those rules at all. So what that means is beyond me. Interesting. Well, does, does yours say the uh, the castle and this other town? Castle, well? Prisonloft, and Imol, yes. Yeah. I am not as versed in Barovian history just because I am not from here. So this this village is, is uh, a new addition to me that I do not I was not informed of. I have never heard talk of it either. But the implication is that it is here and not elsewhere. Yes, supposedly. Considering I thought the Amber Temple was fiction, I am not too surprised now to hear that there is some new place in Barovia that I have not heard of, but where it is, that is a mystery still. If I find anything about it, I'll let you know. But for now, this is all news new to me as well. Um, as she's talking, you see her pull a deck of cards off of a countertop and kind of just start shuffling it absentmindedly in her hands. Your own cards? Yes, it's my own Taraka deck. And how many people have you given readings to? I have... I've given a few. Any Usually. that seem to carry the same weight as Madame Eva's? It really all depends on what the purpose of the reading is. Most of the time when I do it, it's for... Um, less grand questions, I guess is the best way to say it. So usually it's been much simpler. It's kind of telling people about what their future might hold, what um, what sort of individuals they should stay away from, that kind of thing. It's actually... I gave myself an, a reading, and that's how it led me here to Barovia to find... Uh, Rudolph. I think for now I will leave my fate in my own hands. Or at least try to. As much as you can. Um, she... 
hand, uh, she kind of reaches over and hands you a, a small, kind of partially destroyed page from a journal. I found this in the tower. Might as well read it if you want to. But this is uh, this is how I confirmed he was here. I am hungrily reading it. Would you like me to read aloud, or would you like to summarize, Leon? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to the group. Um, I think I'd like to hear it in Aeon's words because this is this is specific to you, right? Like you, t you two have this shared familiar familiarity with this person, um, and you're oh, reading it. So I d I have no context for who this person is. Verbatim. Here we go. I am a slow reader, so. Um, so, like, I'll, you'll see Eon take the paper and, like, start reading it and then, like, lift his head up and realize that, like, everyone's looking at him. Oh, uh, sorry. Ahem. Uh, for more than three decades now, I have undertaken to investigate and expose creatures of darkness to purifying, to the purifying light of truth and knowledge. Hero, I am named in some circles. Sage and Master Hunter, I am called in others. That I have survived countless supernatural assaults is seen as a marvel among my peers. My name is spoken with fear and loathing among my foes. In truth, this virtuous calling began as an obsessive effort to destroy a vampire that murdered my child, and it has become for me a tedious and bleak career. Even as my life of hunting monsters began, I felt the weight of time on my weary shoulders. Today, I am a man who has simply lived too long, like a regretful lich. I find myself inexorably bound to, the, to an existence I sought out of madness and, seemingly, must now endure for all, etern all eternity. Of course, I shall die. But whether I shall ever rest in my grave haunts my idle thoughts and torments me in my dreams. I expect that those who think me a hero will change their minds when they know the whole truth of my life as a hunter of, of the unnatural. Nevertheless, I must reveal here and now that I have been indirect yet certain wait, I have been the indirect yet certain cause of many deaths and the loss of many good friends. Mistake me not, I do not merely feel sorry for myself. Rather, I come to grips with a devastating realization. I now see that I am the, the object of a baleful Vestani curse. There's a pause there for Eon. <sighs> the, the funny thing about that is um, my family wasn't at, or my birth family actually wasn't Vestani. They're the ones that sold him. They just Pretended to be Vistani to con people out of coin. 
have we confirmed the curse on on him? Is that is it true? I don't know. I I don't know. It, I traveled with him for quite some time after this as I tried to make amends for my birth family's actions. But he, he always harbored some resentment towards the Vistani. Even if it wasn't them who did him wrong. So, both of my fathers would be cursed by Vistani, that is... And I'll continue on. Uh, more tragically, the nature of this hex is such that I have not borne the brunt of it. Instead, far worse, those who surround me have fallen victim to it. I have, re I have related the tragic story of how my, my only child, Erasmus, was taken by Vistani and sold to a vampire, and my eyes will look up at Esmeralda, now this confirming it. Mm-hmm. Now at this stage, having gone through about half the letter, does the handwriting actually look like his? Yes. It is very crisp and angular. I will say for anyone who can see this this letter um, and has snuck a look at Eon's journals, there, there's clearly an attempt to mimic the handwriting. It's not as fine. Is it similar? Because I know um, you've mentioned that Andrew would be able to look at his books. Is like the the style of writing similar to? So like, would I? I know that you're reading it from your mentor's words, but is it still very very similar in how you write yourself? Uh, yes, there is. Okay. There's a very clear attempt to uh, relate to his style of writing and the, the 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 literal way that he writes and the metaphorical way that he writes. Okay. I have explained how Erasmus was made a minion of the Night Stalker and how it has and how it was my miserable part to free him from that fate at the point of a stake. What I have neglected to illuminate before is how I tracked Erasmus's kidnappers across the land and how I extracted Erasmus's whereabouts from them. And I'll note how extracted is in quotations here. In fact, the Vistani took Erasmus with my own unwitting permission. They had brought an extremely ill member of the tribe to me one evening and insisted that I treat him but I was unable to save the young man's life. In fear of their retribution, I begged the Vistani to take anything of mine if they only would uh, withhold their terrifying powers, of which I knew nothing. To my lasting astonishment, they chose to surreptitiously take my son in exchange for their loss. By the time I realized what had occurred, they were all already an hour gone. There is a bit of a heavy sigh, and there's a, there's a lot of understanding going on on Eon's face. Mm -hmm. Incensed beyond reason, I strapped the body of, of the dead young man to my horse and doggedly followed the Vistani caravan through the woods, naively allowing the sun to set uh, before me without seeking shelter from the night. 
Shortly after darkness fell, I was beset by undead that would have slain me had not their master, a lich, intervened and spared my life for reasons I do not completely understand. He somehow detected me and, with his powerful magic, took control of the pack of zombies that wandered the forest. He spoke to me through the mouths of the dead things and placed the magic ward against undead on me, then animated the dead Vistana and bade it tell me where I could find its people. Eon is like slowing down, like understanding what is being said here. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I say in hindsight, the plan worked. I found the child stealers and my unwelcome entourage included a growing horde of voracious undead that could not touch me thanks to the lich's ward. When I found the caravan, I threatened to set the zombies on the Vistani unless they returned my dear boy. They replied that he had been sold to the, va- to the vampire Baron Metis. Now, when I say Baron Metis, um, I'll look at uh, Esmeralda, but also, do I have any knowledge of that name? You have heard of it from uh, when Van Richten would talk about things that he, you know, creatures he has hunted. You know, when he was talking about vampires, he would use Baron Metis as his example. Uh, Yeah, and Esmeralda just kind of looks. Yes, my uh, birth family had conned their way into a Vistani encampment that night, and unfortunately they were killed by association with the bastards that birthed me. I'll give a nod and continue. It is almost over, friends. Uh, something inside me snapped. I released the zombies and the entire tribe was eaten alive. Yet the story has not ended. Before she died, the leader cursed me, saying, Live you always among monsters and see everyone you love die beneath their claws. Even now, so many years later, I can hear her words with painful clarity. A short time later, I found my dear Erasmus turned made into a, made into a vampire. He begged me to end his curse, which I did with a heavy heart. The darkness had torn him from my loving arms forever, and I foolishly believed that the curse had exacted its deadly toll. I wept until an insatiate desire for vengeance filled the bottomless rift in my heart. Like, instinctively, I, like, flip the page and, like, try to see if there's more, but obviously this is it. Mm-hmm. There was the nothing rest else. Of the, the rest of the journal, uh, there's definitely, like, burn marks along the sides of the pages. This was all I found. Everything else was uh, burned mm-hmm. in the in the stove in that tower. I trust if if you were trained by him, then you had a, a long look and found everything of use there, as well as any interesting information, so thank you for at least finding this. 
Of course, I was hoping to find more, but there might be something of interest in there for you if you so desire. I only really took anything that pertained to uh, Master Van Richten's whereabouts. It does explain why it took over a year for him to agree to train me, though. Yes. I assume now it was purely persistence and annoyance to which he agreed. I imagine that is probably it, yes. does also explain why he whenever I saw him there was never anyone else with him He's, he was so alone he yeah, I don't know if he traveled with anyone else after we had our fight you fought with him arguing he did not like I I was worried that uh when we were on the trail of a uh, horrible werewolf that uh, we were hoping to find, he I felt his actions were a little too extreme. And uh, we argued about the way to handle it, and uh, words were said, and we split ways. I There are many things I regret saying. That's why I'm looking for him. We were we were on the trail of a uh, particularly deadly uh, werewolf. Um, have you heard of a loop garo? No. It is. Um, it is very deadly. It is a very deadly creature. It is like a werewolf, but stronger in every way, and the curse that it brings cannot be healed as long as it lives. If I have ever seen such a thing, it would have only come across as a werewolf in my mind, I suppose. Uh, you would be able to tell the difference. They are larger, more intimidating, bulkier, fiercer, feral. look to the group and have you have any of you heard of such a thing no that is new knowledge to me if anyone is trained in arcana you could try to make a, a role there I but am but I already agreed I don't know yeah only if you're trained in it Ander, you haven't heard of, heard much. You have heard about there being werewolves that seem to be abnormally 
uh, harder to kill and much stronger than their other kin. But nothing to the extent of what Esmeralda was saying. Okay. Good to know. So just he would have assumed that there were just yeah, werewolves, but some are stronger than others, but not to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, nothing that I've heard of. I've heard of werewolves of varying degrees of strength, but not the uh, level that you yeah. described. Mm-hmm. Interesting to me that uh, it seems the avenues of our training were or are so vastly different. Though he did say perhaps I had an aptitude for spell making. She nods. I I seeked him out. I, he almost killed me, but I appealed and told him that I was there to make right for what happened. I'm sure he didn't trust me that much, at least at first. But she takes a, a sip from her coffee. For the rest of you, do you have anything you wish to discuss? Anything I can do to help? I think I asked uh, all of my questions uh, Sure Yesterday There is anything I can do Before you take Before you head off Let me know If you do try to approach the tower, um, be careful. Do not touch it. Uh, don't don't touch it. Don't touch the walls or anything. It will um, electrocute you. Oh. At least on the outside. Um, to get in the front door, you have to do... You kind of like... Basically, you have to do a, a stupid dance to get in. The instructions are on the door itself. A specific stupid dance or just any? A specific one. Very well. Do you know the specific stupid dance? She casts minor illusion of a stick figure and it does this little dance of like arms up, left arm down, right arm up. Doing like a jumping jack thing, both arms down, both arms up to the side, left arm up, right arm down, jumping jack, and then kind of doing like a, a stance where your legs are together and both arms are down. That is... That is something. Hmm. Yep. I'll try and remember it. Yep. Uh, both arms up, right arm down, or left arm down, right up, right arm up, both down. The both instructions right are the instructions are on the door. You'll see if you look. 
And if you get the dance wrong, I assume you are also electrocuted? Yes. I have gotten it wrong exactly once. An appropriate amount of times to learn uh, that mistake. And that's what I told myself as well. Another thing to be important, um, magic does not work in it. Convenient that that wasn't my avenue of training. Any sort of magic. No spells. I was just say, I assume that works on magic items. That would work on everything, yes. Well, magic comes back when you leave the tower. It's just while in it. At least that's something. Mm-hmm. But you're welcome to go. Otherwise, you're welcome to, to leave. If you're going to be coming to visit in the future, just um, send me a message beforehand, and I'll let you know if I'm home or not. Assuming I have enough wherewithal... Well, assuming I haven't cast it already during the day, then will do. But I can't exactly promise that, since it's a very much once-a-day thing for me. Understood. If it is an emergency, the trapdoor underneath you can get in through. I do lock it while I'm not here, but... I'm sure one of you is good at locks. The main door, though, in the back, do not use it if I'm not here. I will reset the trap as when you leave. What style of trap is it? She looks at you. A good one. I'm sure it is. She just kind of smirks with a knowing look. Adelaide, looking like Sangam, is just giving her a slow up and down. Mm -hmm. She's definitely formidable. Very, very much so. All right, well. I've got some things I must tend to, so unless you have any other information you wish me to divulge, probably be for the best for me to finish uh, my items and rest up. We can leave you to it. All right. Go ahead and take the door out, and I will reset the trap when you leave. Thanks for the coffee. Of course. Down the coffee and leave. Before you leave, Eon, she looks at you, catch, and tosses a small vial at you. What is it? It's a small little vial of red liquid, sloshing back and forth. I 
It's a strange gift, but I am it's a healing in need function. of it. Oh, that's even better. I would not give you my blood. I'm not, I don't, I'm not like that. I would say it's a strange gift. I'm sure you'll find someone who thinks that's charming. There was a story of some jolly person or something that liked gifting blood or something. Uh, was another time. She just shakes her head and sits down at her little breakfast table and seems to be hard at work with various scrolls and maps that she's pulling out. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Daze, and mark down that you have a greater healing potion. Noted. All right. Everyone is now outside Esmeralda's wagon. Yanwei, you fed on me before. You know if you need to, you can do it again, right? It is not out of joy that I do it. <laughs> Still. But I will also show the potion to everyone else and show them where I'm like where I'm that I'm placing it in my bag. Should should I be unable to control myself? Uh, if I may, um that offer didn't apply to everyone. <laughs> um I will find a way to heal you before you have to Use any of my fluids. <laughs> oh, you mean your blood was not up for grabs? No. It is so holy. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put my, my cloak up and I'm gonna just blend into the scenery because I now okay. have the cloak of Elven kind on. It's like a little out loud to myself. I wonder if I would get wings if I had magical <laughs> blood like that. <laughs> Should have asked the abbot for that. He uh, gave one of uh, the people their wings. Ah, but that is not the same. Andor gives you wings. <laughs> Is that payback for... <laughs> Have it your way, way and I'm going to walk hey. away. <laughs> hey, hey, nice. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, All right, fine. so as Ander the Red Bull leaves. <laughs> Excellent. I don't have those boots yet. That's like level 10, I think. Yeah. I'm going to chase after Ander as he's running. I'm like, but I didn't get wings and run out. <laughs> As you go to run after him, you don't know where he is, because he is wearing stealth camo. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot you're all invisible. Never mind. Not full invisible, just it's like it, it camouflages to... It's very octopus-like. They ad adapt to uh, mm -hmm. camouflage. Everyone just has disadvantage to see me, and I have advantage to hide. 
but as you run up, um, Andrew would uh, talk to Melilius as he walked up to him, take the hood off, and ask, How are you uh, feeling today after your conversation with the abbot? I've had I, worse days, but I don't. I don't want to intrude. I, you know, have my opinions of him as well. Yours were just more vocal. I take offense to anyone who allows violence under their roof after promising safe harbor, mm. especially when they refuse to admit their own fault. I um, yeah, he's relatively high and mighty there quite a high horse he sits on, but I think he's insane. I think he lost. I think this place ruined him. If uh, you want my honest opinion on the situation. I think he's lost whatever humanity he once had left, and all that's left is a twisted mirror of this landscape. Yes. But he seems to have returned Ianway back in one piece. So. Most a helpful ally for now. I don't. After our business with Strahd concludes in whatever manner that does, I think we should return to business with the abbot. He can't continue to do what he's doing. On that, we definitely agree. I think it may take more than us, though. I think if we manage to best Strahd, I'm not worried about the abbot. True. Is this <laughs> loud enough for everyone to hear? Yeah, I would. I don't think he would be keeping it quiet. It just if there would have been distant, you might not have been hearing. We're just he's not talking quite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not keeping it away from anyone. Okay. Um, then Adelie is going to walk over and join as well. Once the abbot is dealt with, what are you going to do with his daughter? I don't necessarily think that's my problem, if I'm honest. I don't know what I don't know what to do about that situation because I believe he made an argument of body parts not having a soul, but then he's made. I'm sorry, I don't have her name. Um, Basilka. Basilka. But when given a choice, what do you think she would do? If the abbot was no longer in the picture. Could she, if the abbot was no longer in the picture, is also a question. That's uh, another, yeah, that's so. Uh, I don't know the specifics of the magic that he's doing. I don't want to assume that she is mindless, because she does not seem entirely so. But I have no ill will towards her. I just think he is delusional and dangerous. 
I'll only chime in on the end of it. Why would the abbot need dealing with? You... You think what he does is just and right. I am seeing that uh, you talk about the abbot who brought me back to life um, with such vitriol that is not mirrored for the lord of the land, who also, by the way, uses dead people's bodies for his own means. Yeah, so you are right now able to compare the two of them in the same sentence. And one is good and one is not. I don't think it's that simple. I think the abbot is corrupted by this land just as much as the land is corrupted by Strahd. And however it has been, I think long term he is dangerous. Will, will he even be of consequence if is taken care of. Wasn't he brought to this dimension or whatever because of Strahd? We'll find out what happens afterwards. It's just I don't... I don't see the abbot controlling the land in the same way that, that Strahd has. Nor torturing people the way Strahd has. I don't I mean, think that was what was contemplated. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We will see. I just don't think what he's doing is right. And I think the lands, as I've said, have changed him for the worse. And he has strayed so far from what he is supposed to be that I don't know if he can truly go back. I think he is just as broken as this wizard that we're supposed to seek. From what I've seen, that has been most of the residents here. Oh, I, I agree with you there. No, no offense, Yonway. Oh. place is rough. I'm including Yonway in that. Offense, Yonway. This place is oh. rough. <sighs> yes. You can't grow up here and not have some sort of thing wrong with you. I suppose that may be the case to an outsider. Well, I mean, I think even just being here, there's something wrong with us, too. But it's I think a... there is also something wrong with stabbing a stranger in the back and leaving them to die on an altar. Oh, no. Well, He's got a point. <laughs> survival, you know. Survival, you know. Indeed. That being said, I just... We have... We have ambitious goals, Strahd being the biggest and foremost, but I do think after Strahd has dealt with this, the people here will probably do far better without the Abbot. That is my only goal. I have you no should... stock in what we do with the Abbot. That's fair. But I do think... Vasilka deserves to make her own choice about what she wants done with her. No objection for me. And Yanway, you should uh, consider what happens after. You, uh, 
just read the letter of how your uh, your, your mentor those words didn't sound like one of a happy ever after you know what I mean this letter is just another piece in a long line of people that of stories that exist in this land and how the devil continuously makes things worse and worse for everyone here I, I can't think beyond that because we have to get that far first and centuries of trying no one has so it is quite impossible for me to see beyond that I mean I'm not going in selling myself short like I'm not going to go in there thinking I don't have a shot like, why would I be bothering in the first place so I think uh, I think we'll figure it out and if we don't then well we didn't but I'm not going to just quit before I get there I like that. I am not going to quit before I get there. That's the spirit. I'll roll my eyes and start heading out. Um, on the, as we're walking, I just want to point out one thing. Um, the letter said something along the lines live always among monsters and everyone you love dies beneath their claws so can we start blaming him for what's happened <laughs> I jest the way but just uh, lightening the mood seems there was a it was it was destined to happen for your mentor's words mm, I don't like the idea of being a Bond to someone else's destiny. Well, nor do I. But uh, you put a lot of weight into this Vistani curse. You saw what happened to my father. That's true. But I don't think. Uh, yeah, maybe it just depends on the curse. I don't know. Or it maybe he just convinced himself. It would explain why he so vehemently did not want to train me as well. That's very fair. All right. Does the party wish to investigate the tower or make their way down to Argenvastholt? My vote's Irina. Uh, what do you guys think? I trust Esmeralda has searched the tower expertly, so yeah. Irina it is. All right. As you all gather yourself and head down the marshy trail back to the old Svalich Road, that's where we'll close on today's session. Excellent. Thank you, everybody. What? 
Heather just saying, I don't want it to be done. I want to keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is just a good stopping point. <laughs> I know, I know. We got good inter-party drama. We do. Hey. We do. All right. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.